Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tony Brown, and you're listening to Firearms Cafe, the show where we discuss the philosophies of responsible firearms ownership, as well as the relevant issues and challenges that we face in the current gun culture. Hey, everybody. What is going on? Today is Wednesday. It is the 16th of May, 2018. Let's go ahead and get our contact info posted, and then we'll jump in with the rest of the show. Or, I should probably say more accurately, this segment of the show. Voicemail is area code 206-745-2731. The email address, I'm going to give you two of them. The first is firearmscafe at protonmail.com. All one word, firearmscafe at protonmail.com. And my soon-to-be secondary email is firearmscafe at gmail.com. Either one of those will work if you want to send in uh, an email, have me read it out on on the show for you, or if you want to record your own audio and have me play that for you, I'll be more than happy to do that. Over on the website, which is firearmscafe.com, you'll find buttons for YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz, and you will also find a PayPal donation button if you're ever so inclined. Anything you would see fit to send my way will be greatly appreciated. Now, you may have noticed that I do have an actual firearms cafe at protonmail.com to send stuff to, and I had thought originally, well, I don't think I will maybe do that or just kind of keep stuff, but I do like the idea with the Proton Mail of having something where you're not kind of spied on and you're you're not constantly kind of groomed for selling ads to and all this type of stuff. And to be quite honest, I'm looking to sort of get away from Google and some of these other type things as much as I can. Will it make that big a difference to me? You know, I don't know. I, I think it's maybe more the principle of the thing uh, of, of having and doing business, so to speak, with a company that at least says they respect your privacy. You know, who knows? Maybe There may be some scandal a few months or a couple of years from now that Proton Mail was doing the exact same thing that Google is doing. So who knows? Anyway, I am eventually going to stop mentioning the Gmail address and will only do the Proton, Proton Mail address. Just because, like I said, I do want to phase out, uh, phase out Google as much as I can. The only reason I'm going to leave up the gmail address is because there's so many episodes that i've mentioned that there's also stuff on the website where there that's the the email link and everything that you can click on but like i said going probably i do about two more shows and then i'm just not going to mention the gmail address and it will only be the proton uh, mail address so also you may notice that even though i'm kind of parked here in the mobile studio I got, kind of got out of the house without getting my other setup. And I don't know, you know, with driving, and I can kind of drive and record with the iPhone and the, the little earbud mic that you get. And that's okay. And, it's, you know, I, I can still drive pretty safely. The thing that I had set up with the, the Zoom H5 and my actual Shure microphone is that's actually a really good setup for when I'm just sitting in the truck somewhere. But it's not so great for driving just because you to do it that way 
it doesn't really pick up a lot of ambient noise, which I kind of thought, but you do have to hold on to that. I don't have a way to sort of set the microphone down to where it could pick my voice up okay. So it's good for when I'm sitting somewhere. It's not going to be so great for driving. I, I thought I may try and rig something up, and if I actually get something going, I'll throw a couple of pictures up on Instagram for you. Also, kind of on the social media front, still haven't heard anything or really seen anything as far as full 30 allowing kind of you know the the everyday guy to come in and do stuff i have seen on certain channels over on utah gun exchange that they're getting lots and lots of views you know some of them like 24 23,000 views things like that again who knows how it's going to shake out i like i talked about before there's no way to even reserve a channel stuff anymore so you know i don't know We'll kind of see what what full 30 is going to do. I'm a little disappointed in them that they haven't emailed back. And, you know, who knows? Maybe they got 100,000 emails or something like that. Maybe it's just going to do that. But I don't even think I got, I think I got a, and I can't remember. I, I may be confusing it with something else that I did. I don't even think I got an automated response from them saying, okay, your channel's been reserved i i may have i thought i would have kept it but i don't think i did i think there was a thing saying look for a response and i just never got one so i would not be uh, surprised if they decided ah that's not really the direction that we're going to go which i think for them may be a missed opportunity if that's what they're doing Uh, you never know who's going to be the next big thing i'm not and of course i'm not at all saying i'm going to be the next big thing i never will be i don't really have any desire to be Anyway, speaking of the video stuff, the reason I was starting to go down that path is I am going to try this week or maybe this weekend to do some of my AK upgrades and put the stock on, do some other stuff. With that master mount, the one bolt, it kind of bugs me. It kind of sticks up a little bit, so I don't know what I kind of need to do if I maybe need to put a small shim in there to get it to where it goes in the way that I think it should go in. I don't know again if my receiver is 100% for lack of a better word we'll we'll say kind of equidistant you know all the way through and and is 100% in spec. It does do some things where I kind of it has some of might has some of uh, the typical AK problems in that or I don't need to say problems or issues in that when you pull the bolt back the charging handle back and you're pulling your you know your bolt carrying all your other stuff back if you kind of ride it forward it can it can catch on those rails and remain open which of course is not how it's supposed to do so that may be some other work that i do too with that and i'll try and film some of that Um, and i'm wondering though with that master mount if one of the reasons that the on my ak the reason that that bolt and bolt carrier group will go up and kind of stop there i'm wondering are my rails maybe do they kind of come in just a little bit and with that coming in when you're not firing the gun or if you're not doing an aggressive racking of the charging handle it kind of gets stuck there a little bit 
uh, you know, in, in conjunction with the uh, spring pressure from the hammer and all the other stuff on there. So we'll kind of go on there, but I do plan on doing quite a bit with that and filming that stuff. And again, like I said, I'd, I will put it up on YouTube and if it gets taken down later, it, it gets taken down later. And I'll also put it up on Utah Gun Exchange on their site. Who knows? Six months, will they even be a viable platform? You know, I, I don't know. But it seems like that though that Utah Gun Exchange, at least right now, for the, for the small potatoes guy like me, that's about the only other option you've got if YouTube really becomes unavailable. And I think that, and I know I'm repeating myself here a little bit, but I do think that the little guy needs to have a place to put his stuff up as well. So anyway, having said all that, I did stumble across something that I thought was rather interesting. I went over to, uh, what's the name of it? HKparts.net, I think, where, uh, as you guys know, I have the VP9. And they finally have over there their own version of the outer impact adapter plate. Now, on theirs, the the only thing that kind of got me a little worried about that was, and I did shoot off, and well, I'll get to that here in a second. Stay focused and stay on track here. So the thing that had me a little bit worried about that, they do have a a plate for the RMR, for the Trigicon. And then they have another plate that will adapt other red dots. The one thing that got me a little worried about that was, does that adapter plate also work with a Delta Point Pro? And I've talked about some of the concerns maybe that I've had with the with the RMR that I have the particular model that I have I think realistically probably won't work with what I want it to do Um, having the automated thing where the the your dot kind of dims and brightens I don't think is a is a good idea it look it'd be fine if you're doing competition where it doesn't really matter or if you're in kind of a set oh uh you have what's let me think here so if you're in set you have set conditions so let's say if you're outside and you're not going to be going into a building or doing this or doing that you know you'll probably be all right however i do think that if you know if i put that on maybe one of my 22s or something like that. Uh, again, I thought about maybe putting that on one of my 22 pistols and having that just kind of live there or maybe on one of my rifles, something like that, just for just for fun. But I think that I need to either look at a different type of RMR or go with something like a Delta Point Pro where I can actually adjust the brightness. I talked about on the last show or two, I can't remember which one it was, but I had talked about that Holosun has stuff. I think it's a 703C or something like that that they've got theirs. The thing with that, I I want to say it's basically $300, which is what you can find Delta Point Pros in the used market or sometimes on sale for like $320 for a brand new one for the 2.3 MOA dot that they have. I've seen some on Gunbroker. I've seen some on, on other websites where they're just like, oh, it, 
you know, when they have it in stock, it's like $320. So the idea of me maybe going with the Holosun over a Delta Point Pro at this point, if, if the price difference was only 20 to $30, it's really not going to be worth it for me to do that. The one thing that if you had, let's say you were, you were moving your red dot off of your pistol and you were going to put it on another one, but you still had your slide milled out and you don't want to get another RMR, one of the newer ones, like an 06 or 07, that is what, five, $600. You could then say, well, it's the, the, the Holosun one for the pistol, I think is supposed to be the exact same footprint as an RMR. So that may be something that would be an option for somebody. For me, since I haven't had anything milled yet and I've got that adapter, it, it doesn't really matter. So again, with that adapter plate through Outer Impact, I can I can put a loophole Delta Point Pro on there and it, no problem. I'd just be taking off the, the RMR. The adapter plate just stays on the pistol. So anyway, that was another thing. So I was talking about before that about how I didn't really know because they, uh, HK on their thing, they have their RMR plate and then they have their Delta Point, well, not a Delta Point Pro, but they have their other red dot adapter or the adapter for other red dots. But And they listed off several, but they didn't list off the Delta Point Pro, which I thought, oh, that's kind of odd because that's sort of probably the second most popular one that's out there. So, and I, I don't know, did I mention it before or not? If I'm repeating myself, I apologize. I do have a, I shipped off an email both to HK Parts Net and one also to Outer Impact just to get clarification from, from HK Parts whether or not the Delta Point, they have one specifically for the Delta Point Pro. Also with Outer Impact, I, I shot them off an email, there we go, and asked them would they have the ability to make that adapter plate for the um, for the VP9. So anyway, I think we'll go ahead and call this segment good, and I'll talk to you guys here in a couple of seconds. I guess I don't know. I guess we'll jump in with uh, with the shooting out in Texas. It is sort of the the same thing uh, all over again. Whenever this stuff happens, this time I guess the shooter had maybe planted some explosives, or uh, like I said, I didn't go in into super depth of it. I saw, though, one article where they were saying that because he had a shotgun and a revolver, they were less lethal. Weapons was just is a ridiculous thing. Again, it's you really see, and I was talking with my wife about that, you really see them, that very specific agenda and the very specific narrative that they want to... That the, the far lean, the far leaning left wants to push and wants to do, and I and I guess you know again they say, well, you know, how why do these things keep happening? Why? 
why can't we seem to stop this stuff? And again, it's because these once when these shooters do this, they're turned into rock stars and they get all the attention. And these you have these mentally crippled people who crave validation on any level and and they see oh even though i'm dead i'll i'll kind of be famous type thing and it's it's a it's that oddball way of thinking and you may say well that logically doesn't make any sense to me but it doesn't have to make sense to you just the the it only has to make sense to them so anyway you know the solution is is a rather simple one you have to have armed people there. And I don't mean just a resource officer. I don't mean just a policeman or a policewoman who's there. But you have to have people that are on the staff, whether they're whether it's the janitors or the maintenance guys or it's teachers or the administrative people, something like that. You, you've got to have those people there that are armed and it has to be known. And I think that once that starts happening and once the word is out and once somebody goes in there and I think there was another thing in a gym or something happened where the, the cop there ended up shooting the uh, uh, the guy and I can't remember where it took place at but luckily the policeman shot the, the shooter it didn't kill the guy but they at least I don't think it did at the time but they sent, you know, and he, he got sent off to the hospital and that type of stuff. But it averted a much bigger disaster. And I think once that starts to happen more, then these kids that are disgruntled, and I know that's a simplification of a term, but just, just to use that, these ones that are wanting to go and shoot up a school, either they're a current student there or a former student, maybe a year or so removed, the... How do I want to phrase it? The option of them or the um, the draw of the school as basically a place where you can go with impunity and just start shooting up the place is, is going to be lessened if not taken away almost to 100%. There may be still some crazy people that do it because they may say, well, Hell, I can get even two or three before they kill me, but at least I'll have gotten some of them, that type of thing. So, uh, again, I mean, the solution is rather simple, but of course, uh, the people who want to ban guns and confiscate guns and, and who would like to see people like me, you know, have everything taken away from them, they... They, they will never, ever in a million years agree to something like that. Um, and, if, and even if you say, well, let's have a couple more police people there, then they counter with, well, I don't want my kid to be, you know, in a prison, locked down, and this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, well, you, you know, so every solution that would actually work or probably the the most intellectually honest thing to say would be every solution that I believe would work or that I believe would offer the best chance in a situation like that, the far left doesn't, they don't want. And unfortunately for us, the far left controls the media. The far left seems to have the biggest bully pulpit, so to speak. So anyway, 
we'll kind of have to see what's going on with that. Uh, again, the the Texas shooting, there are people that are going to come out. But I don't think be, because they can demonize the guns as much because, you know, they're, they're sort of, you know, cowboy guns or these are guns that are, that have been around for, you know, literally hundreds of years. So, um, uh, you know, I don't know. Anyway, again, it's sort of the same old narrative and I, I just feel bad for the kids at the school and I feel bad for the parents of, you know, the people that were shot and the people that were killed and especially because there is a solution. There is a solution that would work. So, all right. Uh, enough said about that. If you guys agree, disagree uh, on that stuff, go ahead, write in or call in or, or send in your own audio files to the show and I'll, I'll go ahead and play that stuff out. Hey guys, I've time warped you just a little bit. It's actually Monday the 21st. We'll do a little bit of follow-up and then I'll go ahead and cut you loose. So about another five minutes and then we'll be done with the show. I did send off an email today both to Outer Impact and to hkparts.net. They both got back with me very quickly, which I was very impressed with. With hkparts.net, in regards to a Delta Point Pro, they do not have a Delta Point Pro there to test to make sure that it would fit with their particular mount. In my email, I didn't say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about buying one of these in the future. So I think he thought, oh, I'm sure this guy has one and is just checking. He said, well, hey, go ahead and buy one. And if it doesn't work, you can send it back for a full refund, that type of thing, because they're they're curious about, well, would this thing work with our mount or not as well? But anyway, I also, like I said, got an email back from Steve over with Outer Impact. And in my email, I asked him, well, do you have any plans for HK stuff and in, in specifically for the VP9? And he said, well, we do have plans in the very near future. And then he kind of says, well, who, you know, I know that doesn't help you very much as far as what very near future means. It doesn't give you a set date or anything. But it's going to be coming out soon. I also in the email said, well, hey, I do this podcast and we'd love to have you on to talk about your products and kind of your philosophy of stuff. So he's said that he'd like to come on. And so hopefully within the next couple of weeks or so, we'll have him on and we'll get everything kind of straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Let's see. I think that's about it. For what we we're going to do. Like I said, it's just going to be a real quick follow-up. I just I did want to let you guys know that I had got the uh, the emails back. So speaking of that, if you want to send me an email or have some audio and have me play it on the show for you, or if you just want to call in, let me give you that stuff. So the voicemail, 206-745-2731. Email address, firearmscafe at protonmail.com. Firearms Cafe at protonmail.com. 
All right, guys, I hope to hear from you soon, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.